This episode of Case of the Creeps is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's one thing people know about me, it's how much I advocate for the importance of mental health in this day and age. If your mind isn't right, how can you expect anything else to be? Am I right? I'm right. I know. But I also know how hard it can be to find the time to carve out to go to your therapist's office, sit in the lobby, wait for your appointment, and so on. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. You guys, BetterHelp is amazing. It is the world's largest therapy service, and the best part, it's all online. That's right. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of concerns and issues. And you don't even have to leave your house or change out of your PJs. To get started, all you have to do is answer a few simple questions about your needs and preferences when it comes to therapy, and BetterHelp matches you with the perfect therapist and new best friend. And if for any reason you're not happy with that therapist, you can easily switch to a new one, no questions asked, or awkward breakup appointments at no additional charge. Once you find your perfect match, you can easily dial in and speak to them whenever convenient for you via text, chat, video call, or phone. You can message them at any time and schedule your live sessions to cater to your schedule and fit your needs. I mean, how much easier can it get? With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduled flexibility, and at a more affordable price. So why keep putting your mental health on hold when you can take control of it now and at your schedule? Plus, you can get 10% off your first month by using our code made just for you. So get those mentalities in a better place now by going to betterhelp.com forward slash the creeps. That's betterhelp.com forward slash the creeps. Hey, creepy crawlers. I'm Katie. And I'm Nate. And this is Case Case of of the the Creeps. Creeps. What's my favorite thing about cryptozoological marvels? This is a loaded question. This is this is a loaded question. <laughs> the fact of you trying to prove me wrong that they exist. <laughs> I think he was trying to face. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm laughing at. Quit laughing. I can't. I don't even know why I'm laughing. Okay, go. His expression. His expressive antenna vibrated as something flicked out to touch this my is finger. Not smart. It felt thin, wet, and very different from a human tongue. <laughs> a shiver racked my body as a razzle seeped through me and into my <laughs> panties. <laughs> I was sure he could smell my desire, oh my God. but I wondered if he would mention it. What else can that tongue do? 
I asked as I pulled my hand away from his mouth and let it glide through the fluff around his neck. <laughs> it was denser here and felt unbelievably soft. <laughs> While I was immersed in the feel of his fluff, his tongue rolled out of his mouth and slithered between us. It looked endlessly long as it kept coming out of his mouth. <laughs> it was thinner than my human tongue, about the width of my index finger, but way longer. No, why is his name Noah? <laughs> she just named him. Noah's tongue slid under the waistband of my pants, <laughs> lower until it reached my underwear. <laughs> they were already wet with arousal. He let out a happy little chirp <laughs> when he flicked over the wet spot of my panties. I, I, I produced more wetness, and I could almost smell it in the small confinement of my car. Within the next breath, Noah pushed his tongue into my panties. I moaned as I <laughs> I moaned as I could feel it slide through the wetness of my arousal. Oh my god. He chirped happily in response to my sound of pleasure. And that was an, ex- an excerpt from the book <laughs> Stargazing with Moth. <laughs> Why do I have fear of publishing a book? <laughs> Monster Erotica by Lewis Liana. Oh my fucking god. My head hurts from laughing. <laughs> my My fucking face hurts. Oh my god. So, so I sent. I sent some some pictures of books of Mothman erotica to somebody, and she was like, yeah, but if he touches wings, can he still fly? <laughs> no! You know what? That's a very good question. What? <laughs> <laughs> What a way to start the show. <laughs> I can't open my eyes. Well, hello. To answer your question, it's erotica. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about cryptozoological marvels is the erotica. Erotica. I should have. I should have. known. So now I need to be sent Bigfoot and Mothman erotica. Yes. Yes. So I can yes. laugh until my fucking head hurts. God. My, like, right, right here. <laughs> right here is where you fucking, my head hurts, man. Laughing and rattling my brain around. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> and welcome back, creeps, to another cryptic episode of Case of the Creeps. I am Katie. I'm Nate. We are finally done with Crowley. I woke up in cold sweats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's really done. <laughs> I am sobbing still from thanks of it being it, it just being over. God, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was fun, and we definitely had fun recording it. But I am very ready for the usual weirdos episodes. So, full of murder, and the usual unhinged bullshit that comes free of charge from us. <laughs> Apparently, erotica expert. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we do have an announcement in Mickey, Mickey's Creepy Corner, but uh, before we get started on tonight's episode, though, first things first, again, Patreon is shut down till further notice, so please do not sign up, guys. Uh, we will let you know when we're ready to go ahead and have you guys do so. Second thing, shirts are officially being made. <gasps> yes, we've been talking about what? it. But it's actually really happening now. I spoke to my girl Casey last night, and we are in the process of pressing them for a trial run as we speak right now, which is extremely freaking exciting. But because uh, after this trial run of these shirts, we can start taking orders from you guys. But it's it's also kind of scary because we can start making orders for shirts, oh, which God. is, is oh, scary. But it's not hard enough. <laughs> Uh, but either way, it's holy shit. It's it's fucking happening, and I feel like that deserves a crisp high five because we've been talking about it for like six months now. Yeah. yeah. So, and we've been a podcast for a little over a year now, and this is something that we have been talking about and trying to get to work for like six of those months. So it's very exciting that this is finally happening. So crisp, crisp high five, crisp high five. Close my eyes. <gasps> <laughs> That was sacrilegious. <laughs> Close my eyes. I'm I'm hurt. <laughs> it's a monumental moment, and you closed your eyes. Yeah, I just see. What it's you like did. closing your eyes on a roller coaster. Normally, I, was, I thought you were gonna say, "Did you look at my elbow?" I was, so, but no. then you cut me off and said, "I shook my eyes." <laughs> yeah, because I knew what was coming. Fucker. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. So, also, we have officially heard from our VIPs who are requesting us to do a spooky live for you guys on our Facebook page after our poll we conducted. So, we are going to cover an asylum and then also something else, but we want to hear from you guys again. So, we are taking comments for suggestions on what you guys want to hear and see from us, uh, along with our usual games and such that we do as well during, uh, during our lives. So, be on the lookout for news on that. We will probably host the live on our private group page. So if you aren't in that group, now is the time to join guys. And it will probably be sometime in October to give us time to get it together and also make sure you all have time to join us as well. So if you want to join that group, it is COTC group on Facebook. Find the password, agree to the rules. And join the creepy side. I think that's all the news as of right now for you guys, which means it's time for Creepy Mickey's Creepy Corner. If you guys don't know, Mickey is who takes care of our socials now, and God love her for that. She's doing a fucking stellar she job. She's doing just so fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, even t- like the rare chance that I'm able to get on Facebook throughout the day, I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, hey, that's us. It's like, great job, Mickey. Way better than I was. We fucking love you. (laughs) We love you so much. So um, she helps us a lot with that. And now you guys get to hear straight from her on our episodes with her sweet little facts she finds on the history of certain creepy things. So we are going to play her voice clip now with her sweet facts. Hey, creepy crawlers. It's me, Mickey, and welcome to Mickey's Creepy Corner. Today's creepy fun fact nursery rhyme is going to be about this old man. This old man, he played one, he played knick-knack on my thumb. Well, what is that song even about? I've done some research, and I could find two theories behind the origins. The first one goes, during the potato famine, a lot of Irish people immigrated to England. 
And when they did this, they obviously were short on cash, so they would go door to door to try to earn money. One way was selling knickknacks to the people, and the other way was playing a rhythm called the knickknack on their spoons to try and make money. Either way, it's a pretty sad way to make money. You're probably not going to make a whole lot, especially if knickknack patty whack, patty referring to the Irish people, whack meaning hit them, is what the rest of that song means. Sounds like they weren't very nice to these poor people. Shocker, I know. Well, if you thought that was sad, here's a trigger warning, because the second theory is a little bit worse. Trigger warning, if you don't want to listen to anything about pedophilia, just move on forward and listen to the smooth, easy listenings of Katie and Nate. All right, you had your chance. Our second theory goes, again, in Ireland, there was old creepy men around who liked to hang out with the children and the parents created this song to warn the children of the old men and to not go and play with them yeah real creepy not a fan i think i'll just listen to corn's version shoots and ladders it's a lot more fun for me well i hope you enjoyed this little tidbit and i really hope you enjoy the rest of this podcast thank you for listening to me have a great night or day Whatever time it is you're listening. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for that, Mickey. Uh, It is freaking time creeps. I've been gnawing at the bit for this one. And I'm so excited to finally be covering the winged man himself, the terror in the sky. That's actually a nice guy. It's time for a cryptid episode on my second husband. Apparently he's a gentle lover as well. I'm Except for the one book that I saw. It was <laughs> So wait a minute, you mean to tell me that Bigfoot is a selfish lover mm-hmm. and Mothman is a gentle lover? Yeah. This one book I found Mothman Mailman makes a special delivery in our butts. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> Have you seen the statue in West Virginia? We're gonna talk about it. Have you seen that statue? Yeah. Man's got a donk. <laughs> he He's got a donk, man. <laughs> I'd sh- ship me with fucking Mothman, okay? It's all the squatting it's he does squ- on the top of bridges. <laughs> the masculine quads, man. If he doesn't skip leg day. It's leg day every day for Mothman. <laughs> he ain't got no arms. He's just got wings. <laughs> he's got wings. And he's mostly shoulder. That's it. He ain't got no neck. Shoulders and eyes. <laughs> But it is time to cover my second husband, the Mothman. Now, I am personally not drinking tonight. I have a vitamin water because I am back on my gym regimen. So I am not popping this case. I will um, shake my water, though. Ready? (laughs) Cheers. I hope that never happens again. I should have asked you to pick me up a liquid death. Mm. I would. Oh. <laughs> I wish I had a proboscis. What's a proboscis? Bro, that burp stalled. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking thing that moths project from their face to eat. I think that's what it's called. Nobody can see you do this yeah, except for me, and that sense. was. <laughs> <laughs> Butterflies and moths have that protrude from their face so they can 
get the nectar. <laughs> get the nectar. Get the nectar. The sweet nectar of life. Okay. So, Mothman is one of America's favorite cryptids out there, even possibly more so than Bigfoot, I might add, and be so bold as to say. <laughs> like, when I was doing research, I've noticed that it's like a top three. You have Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, and Mothman. Those are like your big top dogs when it comes to cryptids. Wow. You didn't know that? Wow. Learn something new every day, buddy. I'd have to say Bigfoot. Is the Wendigo a cryptid? Yeah. Okay, Bigfoot, Wendigo. Yeah. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Skinwalkers. Uh, yeah, I like too. the mean ones. You do like the mean ones. That yeah. doesn't surprise me. I like me. the mean ones. That don't surprise me at all. But one of the reasons that Mothman is such a well-known and favorite cryptid is because no one has ever been able to explain or recreate the sightings that have taken place of our big red-eyed boy. Not to mention where he was sighted and how his appearance is actually significant for what happened after being seen. His debut was on November 12th of 1966. When Pick a cup sticks. <laughs> <laughs> when a couple by the name of Steve and Mary Mallet and their two friends Roger and Linda Scarberry were out driving around at night in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is our future home state, I might yeah! add. They were near an old TNT area that was once formerly the West Virginia Ordnance Works and Power Plant. It is now in present day known as the McClintic Wildlife Management Area and is about seven miles outside of the, outside of the main town of Point Pleasant. The group claimed to have seen a creature that looked like a man around seven feet tall with massive wings on his back and bright red saucer eyes. Not only was this sighting happening, but later on that same night, two grave diggers in Clendenin, West Virginia, also looked up into the sky after hearing trees rustle to witness what they claimed was a massive mutant bird with red eyes flying above them and looking straight down at them while they were working. There was a guy mm -hmm. and called him the Big Hoop. The Big Hoop, Yes. <laughs> Now, our two couples went straight to the local paper, which was the Point Pleasant Register, and the Mothman was officially born. The paper headlined the next day, couple, quote, couple sees man-sized bird, creature, something. <laughs> he doesn't have arms. No, it's just wings. They, a lot of them say he doesn't have arms, and he has no, no head. No neck. It's just giant eyes. Bulge. Just a big bulge at the top. I always picture him with, like, like I said, like a proboscis. He's got like a thing that portrays I mean, he, he portrays the, the physical appearance of a moth. No, so. reminds me of Grimace. Oh <laughs> with my wings. god. Yes, he does. He like, really he's does. Grimace with wings, but he has no arms. Oh my gosh. Well, they had the details that the Mothman had red eyes six inches apart from each other and a wingspan of about 10 feet. They claimed that he also tried to steer away from the car headlights and was a clumsy ground runner, too. He's the opposite of a moth. He's like, I fucking hate lights. <laughs> he is. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he screeched like that, too. <laughs> That's the best part. This sparked a special kind of panic amongst the town people of Point Pleasant, and they went to the woods, surrounded the old power plant in search of this feathered flying man, with rifles in hand, <laughs> but had no such luck in finding our winged beast. It's just like 
people just I was like, we're going to kill this fucking thing. It, <laughs> Fuck it. Well, and you know, it was funny because the one article <laughs> that I was reading, it was like the Point Pleasant West Virginia townspeople took um, this manhunt in their own um, this moth hunt. in their own way. And instead of grabbing pitchforks, they grabbed rifles. And I was like, wow, that is the most West Virginia <laughs> fucking thing I have ever heard in my entire fucking life. Can we eat it? Can, can we eat it? <laughs> Listen, man, I know what I seen. I know what I seen. This giant fucking turkey is what that was. <laughs> no, it was like a giant winged. You shut the fuck up, Carl. <laughs> Carl. We're going to eat this motherfucker. <laughs> Come on, Clementine. <laughs> now, also, that doesn't go to say that people didn't, quote, see him. There were two volunteer firefighters that claimed to have seen a large creature with bright red eyes in the sky after the first initial sightings. People claimed that Mothman was also stealing their dogs after they would go missing. And others would claim that Mothman was interfering with their TV signals that lived close to the power plant as well. He's like, I got these, I'm going to get these fuckers real good. They think they're going to watch Wheel of Fortune? Not on my watch. Not today. <laughs> Screech was a high frequency, like, interfering. <laughs> uh, now, authorities tried to downplay the sightings and claims of Mothman, stated that it was probably a lost heron or sandhill crane migrating or some other type of large bird just making their way through town. Some people hypothesized that this crane was deformed, especially if it resided in the TNT area, a name that local gave to a series of nearby bunkers that were once used for manufacturing munitions during World War II. It had been suggested that these bunkers had leaked toxic materials into the neighboring wildlife preserve, possibly affecting nearby animals. So a lot of people seem to claim that Mothman is actually just a mutant bird. That got caught in crossfire of leaking toxic chemicals. You know what else that sounds like? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It reminds me of like a kaiju. Like it Godzilla. does, yes. Like just a Mothra. <laughs> Mothra. <laughs> now, folklorist Jan Harold Brunvans notes that Mothman had been wildly covered in the popular press. Some claiming sightings connected with UFOs and others claiming that a military storage site with, was Mothman's home. Uh, Brunvan notes that... He's just in there with like AR-15s and shit. Just chilling. <laughs> He's like, we love guys. Fucking show them and not listen to my warnings. <laughs> now, Brunvan notes that recountings of the 1966 to 67 Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw Mothman with many more, quote, afraid to report their sightings, but observed that written sources for such stories consisted of children's books or sensationalized or undocumented accounts that failed to quote identifiable persons. Broadband found elements in common among many Mothman reports and much older folk tales, suggesting that something real may have triggered the scares and became woven with existing folklore. So, in other words, a lot of people, he seems to hypothesize that Mothman has actually been around for, like, tale as old as time. But something was triggered when the first official sighting was reported that made others get it confused with already existing folklore of said Mothman. Makes sense. 
Does it or are you just saying that? <laughs> I'm just saying that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he was already been around. Mm-hmm. And there was already existing folklore of a bird man. And then when these sightings came of the couples and the grave diggers of this Mothman, people got it confused with the Birdman legend that already existed. So, and everyone just kind of merged those thoughts together and was like, oh, well, this is who that is. Oh, it's the fucking Mothman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Birdman is actually Mothman and Mothman is actually Birdman. That's, that is a uh, very common case of Finkel is Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel's a man. Finkel's a man. <laughs> <laughs> he also records anecdotal tales of Mothman supposedly attacking the roofs of parked cars occupied by teenagers. Is this where the erotica comes in? The doing the hooky hooky. They were fucking trying to pork. They were <laughs> pork. Some poor teenager was trying to get his fucking... Or trying to do the pork and beans. He was trying to get stinky pinky. <laughs> <laughs> he went, let me get it on he was that. Trying to get some, he's up there scratching through. <laughs> Come on, Mothman, you make it really hard. Stop it. So His giant tongue thing comes through the window. <laughs> his slender tongue slithered. I, I looked into too much erotica before this. <laughs> I was wondering what you were freaking crying over. <laughs> there earlier she was making me laugh so <laughs> now uh on the flip side there is joe nickel a well-known skeptic of scientific proportions says that a number of hoaxes followed the publicity generated by the original reports such as a group of construction workers who tied flashlights to helium balloons nickel also attributes that mothman stories to sightings of barred owls suggesting that the Mothman's glowing eyes were actually red-eye effect caused by the reflection of light from flashlights or other bright light sources. It is also worth noting that the Mothman legend bears a resemblance to several demon archetypes found among those who have experienced sleep paralysis. No! Which may suggest that the visions are nothing more than the embodiment of typical human fears pulled from the depths of the unconscious and grafted onto real-life animal sightings when people panic, talking about that trigger up there mm. again. So he went into the scientific side while our cryptozoologist was like, yep, that's uh, our Birdman Mothman. Everybody's getting a bad batch of moonshine down there is what's happening. <laughs> fucking all that grain alcohols are getting argot poisoning and fucking hallucinating that hallucinating. these things are happening. Witch! It's witch! witch. Burn it! <laughs> Catch it first! <laughs> First, we're going to shoot it, and then we're going to burn it. I'm going to get my bird dog to go right. get it. I'm going to eat me some Mothman wings. <laughs> They're going to be juicy. Give me some of that. Going to have to do the glizzy hold on it. It's so big. Call me Glizzy Gobbler. <laughs> yeah, call me the Glizzy Man after uh, that. Yeah, that's the guy who fucked Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> then. I didn't know such thing. I, that was not me. I refuse. Okay, maybe it was a little bit. Come on, man. You're not telling me you don't get a little curious here and there. Shut up, Clem. Yeah, shut up, Clem. I saw that giant Mothman butt. <laughs> <laughs> that dump, though. Like, my God, is Juicy Peach. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> there is also the paranormal explanations 
a morass of complicated theories that weave together aliens, UFOs, and precognition. These theories paint the Mothman as either a harbinger of doom. Harbinger. Harbinger, sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, More sinisterly, its cause, which is a legend that has its roots in the tragedy that befell Point Pleasant shortly after the Mothman arrived. And we got to understand, these... Especially at 66, these are small towns with Very absolutely small. nothing going like on. 20. Yeah, nothing going on. There's like 500 people in the mm-hmm. town. Yep. Everybody knows everybody's business. Absolutely. Well, with these paranormal theories... God has sent him down. <laughs> to cleanse the to world. Cleanse the earth. This is one of his archangels. <laughs> This is one of the horsemen. And he's going to shoot laser beams out of his eyes and take the unwanted. Why do you think his eyes are red? They're full of laser beams. And that's why I pray. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, again, these theories paint the Mothman as either a harbinger of doom or, more sinisterly, its cause, which has a legend that its roots are in the tragedy that befell Point Pleasant shortly mm. after the Mothman arrived. This tragedy is the Silver Bridge Collapse. The bridge! Now, this happened on December 15th of 1967, just over a year after the first Mothman sighting. Traffic was bad on the Silver Bridge. It was originally built in 1928 to connect Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Galapolis, Galapolis, Galapolis. Galapolis, <laughs> Ohio. Gives a shit. And on this day, the bridge was packed with Whoa. cars. This placed a strain on the bridge, which had been built in a time when cars were lighter. The Model T car had weighed around 1,500 pounds, a modest sum compared to the 1967 average for a car that weighed 4,000 pounds. Now, this is very, very important because the bridge engineers hadn't been particularly imaginative nor had they been especially cautious while creating this structure. Well, never in a million years they think this little fucking hodunk town was going to have fucking... Well, not only that, I don't think anybody really took into consideration... Podunk, you podunk. did. It's podunk. <laughs> I went right over it. It's fine. I heard podunk, but I knew you said hodunk. I said hodunk. But it's, I don't think they really thought about the evolution of cars no. either. So they didn't take all of the matters into consideration here one day there's gonna be a fucking slack-jawed yokel that's gonna be in an f850 with like 67 inch super swampers what's fucking, a super swamper a giant tire <laughs> it's a giant tar. giant tar so he can fucking haul his cousin nephews around cousin <laughs> <nephews>. <laughs> poor west virginia i'm so sorry <laughs> Now, the bridge's design featured very little redundancy, meaning that if one part failed, there was almost nothing in place to prevent other parts from failing as well. And on that cold December day, mind you, this is up north in West Virginia, that was exactly what happened. Without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain snapped, and the bridge, its careful equilibrium disturbed, fell to pieces plunging cars and pedestrians into the icy water of the Ohio River below. Fucking Ohio. 46 people died, either by drowning or being crushed by the wreckage. And it's also a story that I would like to cover in further detail as well for follow-up reasons and the tragedy too, because that was fucking crazy. 
But what it's uh, what is worth noting and stating is this: right before the bridge collapsed and caught on film, which we will post, was a creature hanging from one of the beams of the bridge before flying off and into the forest that looked exactly like the descriptions given to the Mothman. See, all they had to do was listen to the Mothman. That's all he had to do. It's he just, was there. Oh, he warned them. Why didn't they interpret? <laughs> we know we can't Two screeches for bad, one screech for good. <laughs> <laughs> Following the Mothman. Get off the bridge! Get off everyone the bridge! go! Because he doesn't flap. A lot of them say that he doesn't He glides. Flap. He, he glides. He just kind of... Stands there and shoots up in the sky like a fucking rocket. Now, following the Mothman sightings, the bridge collapse was the second terrible and bizarre thing to put Point Pleasant on the map in a year's time. So it didn't take long for some to connect the the two. What? Somebody actually got their diploma. (laughs) Damn, I was not ready for that. Somebody's just. (laughs) Bro, that was hard. Somebody graduated. Harsh. But. The idea that visitations from the Mothman predicted disaster led some believers to make ties to the Chernobyl disaster of 1986, the Mexican swine flu outbreak in 2009, and the 2011 nuclear disaster of Fukushima, Japan as well. There were also theories that I saw that I knew what you were gonna say. that claimed that he knew 9-11 was yes. going to happen as well. Why Mothman? Why did you stop it? He's warning people. We're just choosing not to listen to him. It's not his fault. We're dumb. So every time he shows up somewhere, I'm like, fuck that. Not going there. You know you know why he chose he West Virginia? Because he thought, they're simple-minded. They'll believe I mean, me. These fucking slack-jawed yokels. They went, oh my God. <laughs> Damn, not burn my <laughs> Now, as for the sightings of the actual- Dorothy, come look at this. <laughs> Dorothy. We ain't Kansas no more. So on top of skinwalkers, they got Mothman fucking roaming around. Fun fact, Mothman is claimed to be home of Bigfoot, the Wendigo. Mothman's claimed to be home of? Did I say that? Yep. Wow. West Virginia is claimed to be the the home of uh, Mothman, Bigfoot, Skinwalkers, and Wendigos all reside within the woods of West Virginia. Because I want to do the Jersey Devil one day, too. Uh, Jersey Devil, I want to come up soon, please, because that's a good one. That story is fucking wild. But anyways... So, as for the sightings of the actual Mothman, they've mostly declined since the late 1960s, but every so often a sighting emerges. In 2016, a man who'd just moved to Point Pleasant spotted a mysterious creature jumping from tree to tree. He claimed to local reporters that he was unaware of the local legend of Mothman until he allegedly spotted the beast himself. Whether these sightings are real or not, the Mothman can still be seen in Point Pleasant today in the form of a historical museum and the only one in the United States, and also in the form of a 12-foot-tall, chrome-polished statue, complete with massive steel wings and ruby-red eyes and a donk. A don't truck. (laughs) Don't truck. Whoever made that fucking statue. I, like, I we really need commend them. We need to emphasize the ass. <laughs> make it rounder. Yeah, what about the wings? Fuck the wings. Fucking make the peach. I w- make the peach. The peach. I, w- <laughs> I want to look. I want him to look like he does nothing but squats. <laughs> That's all he does. Is squat. Leg day every day. Every day. Mothman miss a day. That's right. Has not missed a day for hundreds of years. Now, furthermore, a festival commemorating the Mothman's visits has taken place annually for years. I plan to go next year. It is a fun celebration that attracts locals and tourists alike. 
Every September, the festivities celebrate one of America's strangest local legends that still has people scratching their heads today. And that is our little our little derby dirt on a uh, Mothman. Mothman. So ah! Reddit or not Reddit? I'm sorry. Cryptic episodes are more on the shorter side because there's unfortunately they can't be proven real. They're not right, and we can't. We don't have. So we don't have a research group to read all the books because there's a lot. There's a lot of, of books. books. There's a lot of. There's a lot of books. Um, there's also a lot of there, like cartoons and stuff that reference, like Batman referenced Mothman. Um, there are about six different books on Mothman as well. There are more movies. Than that. Well, there's erotica books as well. There's more than that. But there's there's a lot as far as historical versus fictional, and it blends together all on Mothman. We're going to, next time that we go to West Virginia, we're going to be taking a trip up to the Mothman Museum. So we'll be able to pull more information there as well, which I'm very excited for. There's also a bunch of other, like, uh, encounters. Like, because uh, the one I remember hearing about was, like, some guy saw him stuck in a fence. <laughs> it's like his wing was... What? Yeah, his wing was stuck in a fence and they saw a dead dog by his feet. And he had the same... He, but his, his wings were more moth-like. Because a lot of them say that he's kind of like a... When he flies off, it's like robotic almost. Mm-hmm. He's like, his wings just like, <laughs> they stretch out. Yeah, they like, stick out like, really out like random. He's fucking Iron Giant. <laughs> he just flies off. <laughs> Iron Giant. What a reference. But there's um, there's that, and there's also all the, the local lore that you actually have to go to the state to find out about. And like one of them is the ongoing joke in West Virginia that Mothman stole my carburetor out of my car, but he left me a pizza roll. <laughs> like, that's one of their main things. Mothman keeps stealing our goddamn catalytic converters. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There's that. And then there's also um, the the myth of if you leave a pepperoni roll out on your doorstep at night, Mothman will leave you alone because you fed him. Oh, it's kind of like if you leave wi- gifts for, like, the Wendigo. Yep. They'll leave you alone. Mm. They're like, oh, okay, you appreciate me. I appreciate you. Thank you for the food. I'm moving on kind of thing. I won't Imagine fuck with you. You can watch your Wheel of Fortune tonight. Swooping down and like, because if he doesn't have a mouth or a face, is he just like <laughs> absorbing the pepperoni stick through his osmosis? He's like, <laughs> he just sucks he's it into He's using his little <laughs> He like, <laughs> he just like sucks it into himself. <laughs> what? Okay, so here we go. Maybe he eats through his butt. Because he makes deliveries in butts. Maybe his butt, that's why he has butt cheeks. Well, that's why his butt cheeks are so big because he has to clench. Stuff All of his it. carbs go to his butt <laughs> he for has real. To clench it. Oh my god! He's picking up these heavy items with his butt. Okay, hear me out. And they're just absorbing into his BH. <laughs> I wonder that he smells like pepperoni. <laughs> you ever smell pepperoni on the darkness? You know, Mothman is watching you. Just look up from the giant red saucers. Hear me out. Okay. We moved to West Virginia. Okay. We get a ring doorbell system. Okay. We leave a pepperoni roll out on the doorstep. Do you think that the ring camera would catch said Mothman? I think it's more likely to catch a raccoon than it is the Mothman. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. Did I tell you about my mom and the bear? Yeah. Bro, I still one of my favorite stories. Still one of my, I think something just huffed at me outside. What do you mean? In <laughs> no way was it a bear. God. But that is our little bit of research that we have on the Mothman. I have been so excited to talk about this okay. man. But I have a Reddit read. But anyways, to cap off our episode, guys, I have a, a Moth... Don't be salty that you lost that rock, paper, scissors. I am. 
Don't be salty. Don't be salty. Don't be salty. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. It's the way of life. Life ain't fair. And we wonder what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're never going to know. <laughs> but... I burped and she cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> that all leave. <laughs> oh, okay. So to cap off tonight, I have a Reddit read of a um, claim that Mothman was actually sighted seven months ago in Point Pleasant. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, again, this was posted seven months ago. And it says... I believe this to be a Mothman sighting of mine. I'm a little hesitant to concretely say it is anything yet. A month ago or so, my mom was driving me home from my job at Mount Airy Casino Resort. It was nighttime as I work long hours, sometimes from 12 p.m. to 9 p.m. It was quiet and nothing really went on. I could see the tree trunks and some of what we passed by. I zoned out while staring straight forward until something caught my attention immediately two giant red dots in the pitch blackness behind the trees we were about 60 feet away while driving down the road the dots were about six to seven feet off the ground to the left to the left hand side i called them eyes instead of dots because they actually followed the car as we were moving even when the high beams weren't shining on the area i did nothing but stare i was too distracted with thoughts and questions to take a picture and even then my phone camera sucks the eyes vanished as we passed, and I thought it was slightly creepy. My mom said, quote, maybe it was the Mothman, and I got mad at her. Shut up, bitch. She usually spouts religious nonsense and a bunch of random stuff. I never believed in the Mothman. I thought it was a cheesy old-timey slasher villain or an urban legend. It wasn't until a day or two later from that night, while on my lunch break, did I look up what the Mothman really looked like for the first time. I originally thought it was an object like those little red dot signs sticking out of the ground, but I never saw those two eyes again. I then thought it was an animal that came and went, but they were just too massive and unnatural to be any animal I have seen or known about during the night. The Mothman is the only thing that really describes what I saw. However, I never saw a body or anything else, just pure red dots the size of traffic light circles. It's pretty big. I mean, if you've seen the size of a traffic light, them bitches are Traffic lights big. are massive. They're fucking huge. Fucking massive. <laughs> I didn't realize like, how big they were until I, I saw one. And I was like, holy for real, shit. I saw a TikTok of a kid who nabbed a fucking traffic light, and I was like, good gravy. Probably weighs 200 fucking pounds. <laughs> um, I also have this other one that is a Mothman sighting by my grandmother. Oh, so this story isn't mine, but my grandmother's who lived with her boyfriend in Point Pleasant, West Virginia at the time of the Mothman sightings, the original oh, sightings. Oh, G-Ma got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the story of her encounter with the monster. G-Ma getting down. <laughs> Everything said here is in her words. I simply typed it out for her. Anyway, enjoy. <laughs> I have always been a skeptic of these things to do with the paranormal. So when I heard of the so-called Mothman sightings, I simply thought it was all just a hoax. Besides, I wasn't scared of pretty much anything because my dad was a U.S. Marine, and I always carried a firearm with me for self-defense. Gma getting it. She okay, packing. Grandma? All right, Granny. I don't know what kind of gun she had. <laughs> anyway. I got that glot, that glizzy. <laughs> this is a, a sighting from the original fucking 1960s, I got that, dude. Oh, so it wasn't a glock then? No. <laughs> Anyways, See, I got that fucking re- that revolver. She's got that rifle. I got that cowboy killer. <laughs> anyway, coming at you with the three fifty seven. <laughs> Shit, Wu Tang sang about. <laughs> <laughs> the original G Grandma. <laughs> 
anyway, about two weeks after the first sighting, I was driving home late from work through the TNT area. It was about 11.40 p.m. at this point, and it was pitch black for the most part, so I was having trouble seeing through the darkness with my dim headlights. As I got about a mile and a half into the TNT area, I suddenly saw a large black mass in front of me, and I had to slam on my brakes in order to avoid hitting the damn thing. Once I stopped my car a few feet away from the creature, I finally got a closer look. The creature completely stood still in the middle of the road and looked like an oversized stuffed animal with jet black fur, like a giant fluffy mound. (laughs) What the hell is this? I thought to myself as I reached for my bag. I wanted to get my handgun because I didn't know if this was a bear or something else. However, as soon as my finger touched the buckle, I heard an audible whoosh sound. I looked up to see the animal had unfolded two massive wings, revealing a bird-like body with no head or neck. I was astonished as it stared at me with blood-red eyes, which glowed like that of a bicycle reflectors. I just sat there frozen in horror as the animal let out a screech that sounded like it came it sounded like it came straight from hell. After coming to my senses, I decided that I was getting the hell away from this thing now. I slammed my car into reverse and floored it. As I drove away, I watched as the monster flapped its wings, and with one swift motion, it took off straight up into the night and vanished. We moved to North Carolina about six months later, and I haven't returned to the TNT area since. Flash forward to now, and I'm still in shock. He fucking, like, rockets up. It's like a bottle rocket. Just mechanically. Like when you're on the Hulk and it fucking jolts you forward, yeah. that's what it is. Do you think he gets all the thrust from his butt? <coughs> I was just about to say, do you think he's got a jetpack somewhere? Yeah, he, he fucking... It's his booty hole. He gets all that aeronautical thrust from his anus. <laughs> all that pepperoni. All the pepperoni. It's the grease. It's the grease, man. Making him loose-lipped. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the uh, conclusion of our Mothman episode. So... We have our next episode. We are actually going to be doing a re-record of an episode from our very early days when we had no sort of structure whatsoever and uh, Cracker Box micro- microphones. So, do you remember the Cracker Box microphone? I do. I, I missed the Cracker Box microphone a little bit. Having the stupid chicken and biscuit ball. <laughs> we need to get one and just set it behind the mic. For- we do, for like trophy <laughs> yeah, sake. Yeah, just to do it. But... We'll do it for that episode. Absolutely. Yes. I think it I think it needs to be done. Yeah. But with that, um, going all the way back to the cracker pretty box. I'm sure we ate chili that night too. I think we did. I think we ate chili. I think that we night. did. Um, but we're going to be re-recording Ed Kemper. Oh my my dog. <laughs> this is gonna be a two-parter my episode dude. for you guys. We are going to be way more structured. We are going to be very, very detailed. This is Papa Bear's numero uno oh, serial killer. My zapples. my zapples so angry. I am so excited. It has been way too long since we've done a serial killer. I am like, I'm so fucking ready. So it's going to be a re-record for you guys. My zapples are in a fluster. Are they? Yes. Are you are are you razzle dazzling your zapples right razzled. now? <laughs> Got my fucking cat head popsicles ready. <laughs> <laughs> I 
His apples are in a bunch. You know, if we weren't so unhinged during our lives, I would suggest that we record it like during our live. But we are too much during. It'd be a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Like a Joe so, Rogan episode. I would be. <laughs> so we're just going to be um, doing that for you guys. If, for the OGs that have been with us since the beginning, I'm sure you guys have probably noticed that we took that episode down because we listened back to it here recently and we were cringing the entire fucking time. <laughs> we know we can do better than that and that's what we're going to do. So next episode is going to be part one of the big daddy himself, Ed Kemper. It feels good to be back in the murder. My fave. I'm so excited to be it's in the murder. Fave. There's something wrong with me. I like talking about murder too much. It's the fact that everybody has a favorite serial killer. I know. Did you notice that yeah. too? Everyone has a favorite serial killer. We are what a fuck. Hell? <laughs> Call me cat. Call me cat. And there's Luna. So, um, I'm, okay. So we are recording Kemper part part one for you guys. That's moth, man. Um, also, be sure you are joining our private group, COTC group on Facebook so that you guys can be part of our live that's going to be happening in October. We are doing an asylum and one other thing, as long as we get some suggestions from you guys. If not, we'll pick. Um, Goddamn right, we'll pick. That's right. If you guys have any Mothman, Bigfoot, episode requests, fan art, um, just want to say hi, a chili recipe, anything that you want to send us, please. Email us at caseofthecreeps at gmail.com. Um, do not sign up for Patreon. Again, this will be the last time that I'm going to remind you guys because I'm re- like really annoying myself with it now at this point. So please don't sign up for Patreon. It's shut down. Uh, follow us on Instagram at caseofthecreepspodcast. And make sure that you're like following, subscribing, and leaving us reviews on all of our platforms so that we can keep growing for you guys. Was that a birthday party? I was making everybody, fucking, I was like, go on there, fucking do it. Dude, were you really? <laughs> on what? Like any platform? Yeah. Was like a, Brandon was, Brandon was absolutely dumbfounded that we were on Pandora. Really? Yeah. He was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, I told you this, you fuck. Shout out Brandon. Okay. So with that, guys, you guys can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict. Uh, Amazon and Audible. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Radio Public, CastBox, Overcast, PocketCast, TuneIn, and that is it as of right now. We are working on a couple other places that will be solos through the website that is in conduct right now for you guys. So make sure you're following us, liking us, giving us all the reviews and subscribes possible so we can keep growing and keep giving you guys content that we love to give you even though it's super unhinged. So... With all of that... I've said it once and I've said it a thousand times. This is for us. Mm -hmm. This is strictly for us. At this point, absolutely. And, you know, we absolutely love showing up. It gives us something to look forward to, as morbid as that is. Um, We like sitting here talking about creepy shit, so it just makes sense to put a microphone in between us and do it for everybody. So... Fuck it, run it. (laughs) Run it! (laughs) So, with that, we will see you guys next week. For Ed Kemper Part 1. My dude. I'm so excited. And until then, we hope you creeps. Mother! <laughs> that was so drawn out. <laughs> <laughs> until then, we hope you creeps. Keep it creepy. I am Katie. I am. <clears throat> Dying. The hell that was. I about. don't know. <clears throat> you know who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.